You are listening to episode 105 on Same Boat Huddle, the podcast, and today I'm talking with you all about how to make change happen and how to nourish our desires to change the same way we love our children. Hmm, how does that work? Hey friends, welcome back to Same Boat Huddle, the podcast where we have real, raw, and honest talk about life as mothers. I'm your host, Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Co. I'm a certified counselor, personal development mentor for mothers, an author, and a published photographer. I know, quite a mix of things, right? (laughs) Becoming a wife to my main squeeze 10 years ago was a dream come true. I was on cloud nine. I was a new wife. I had just started my counseling career and my life was organized and I had energy to do all of the things. Fast forward five years from then, I had left my career, I was home with two babies while building my photography business, and was hardly able to keep my head above water. Despite having an amazing husband, healthy children, and a beautiful home, I felt completely lost in my overwhelm. I was burnt out, and then I hit rock bottom in my daily debilitating anxiety, and I thought, this cannot be happily ever after. There has to be more than this. And guess what, mama? There is is I get you I hear you I see you I am you I believe that every single mother can rewrite her story no matter what chapter she's on you deserve more than the disheveled burnt out anxiety ridden version of yourself that is hardly able to keep her head afloat It's in this podcast that I am sharing how you can do that. Every week, I'm chatting about all of the tools and knowledge that I've collected over the past few years. These are the tools that not only pulled me out of survival mode, but are allowing me to thrive in motherhood. And guys, oh my gosh, I love my life so much, and it can be you too. Each episode, whether it's just me chatting or an interview with an amazing guest, it's going to be jam-packed with content inspiration, and heart. Are you ready to rewrite your story? Well, grab my hand and let's do this. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. I am going to give you a quick one since we've had some longer episodes the past past couple weeks. So I always love to have my my quick podcast episodes every now and then for some quick hit inspiration. So today, um, there's a lot on my mind lately about how change happens. And, and not even lately, but always. Because when I'm mentoring women through their own growth, when I'm working on myself through my own growth, and now in the state of our country, we're in, we're in a state of needing to grow. And I always come back to how. How does it happen? And I want to share a story with you because I live in metaphors and I feel really validated in that. If you have not read (laughs) Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, it's easily now one of my favorite books. And I feel in good company to know that somebody else lives their life in metaphors. I'm no longer going to apologize for it (laughs) because Glennon Doyle does it too. (laughs) Anyway, so... I've been very open about how, especially in talking about my my layered growth method, how um, you know we grow in layers. With layer one being our foundation, this is our physical, mental, emotional wellness. To layer four, which is expansion, and that's all the it's like law of attraction, manifestation, all of that kind of stuff. And I have gone through all of the layers. I, I swim through them regularly in the past four years, especially. However, we always need to circle back to layer one, which is what I talked about 
all in episode last week talking about the layered growth method and then I'm just open about it. I've had to circle back to my physical body because it's changed. I'm going to be 37 this year. I have birthed and nursed, nursed, nursed two babies and I am growing and getting older and my hormones change and bodies are these amazing machines and we need to to attend to them. And one of the symptoms, if you will, that I've experienced that has been really confusing for me is very slight weight gain. I'm very fortunate to be tall and slender um, and really any weight gain really spreads out nice and even. However, I've, I've never had a problem with my, my weight. I've never had to, um, if I wanted to lose weight, I could. We'll put it that way. I've had a lot of trouble. I can't figure out, you know, I'm someone who doesn't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. I work out every day. It's like, I should, I should look like pretty awesome. And I don't think I look the way I feel. And so I've been working with someone to, to really get to the underlying root causes, which we have figured out. There has been something going on. We're fixing it. So my point in sharing this is that right now it is early June and In March, when the quarantine started, I, like everybody else, I'm home every day and I've had to, I'm not someone who goes to the, I have a gym membership, I don't anymore. Um, And I, I move around to different exercises that feel good. In this quarantine, I have come back to my love with um, an exercise called bar three. There is, uh, there are two bar threes in my area. I adore the owner. She was a friend of mine before she opened the studio. So I was a part of the underground and the opening. Getting to the studio has always been hard for me because of my job and that I have children at home and, and all of that. So I was I found myself pulling away from it and um because just because of convenience and limiting beliefs and all that fun stuff. In quarantine, it was now offered as a live stream. I'm like, this is great. The reason I love this workout, and this story isn't about the workout, but I love the workout because it's low impact and it's very focused on honoring your body and not just your physical body, but your mental and emotional body as well. And that every day you're going to show up differently. So this this exercise the community and and the foundation in which this exercise has really been built by the founder Sadie Lincoln is just so phenomenal and it fit it fit in so beautifully with this quarantine and what what it did to my mental health like everybody else's where we really had to dig deep and figure out how do I like what am I doing how how do I stay grounded in all of this along with that it's also a and a tremendous physical body workout without it being high intensity, which is remarkable. And I found myself showing up every day to do a live stream with this workout. And I also found myself in May being angry. I was like, why the bleep is my body still so fluffy? You know, it's like I'm showing up every darn day. I'm working out like a beast and not too much. Like I wasn't overdoing it, but it's like I should be looking a different way by now. You know, it's been a good solid two months. I should be looking different. And I started to feel really angry about it and really down about it. Like it it affected my mood. It, It was weighing on me. But I found myself 
still working out every day. And I even in my mind, there are some days it's really hard for me to press play. And I also love this workout because it you can um, moderate it and modify it, I should say, to where you are in your cycle. So if you're needing a lower intensity or if you really want to push it, this this workout's amazing because you really can do all sorts of different things um, and accommodate it for whatever you need. So even though it was hard on some days to really show up and do this workout, and even though I could modify it to where I was in my cycle in that month, I still showed up. And I was always saying to myself, just keep going. I was actually saying that to my, to myself in my head. Just keep going, Erin. Like, I know you're not seeing the results that you want or that you feel like you should be seeing as a byproduct of how often you are showing up and doing this workout, but just keep going, just keep going. And I was saying this over and over and over again. So now here we are in the very beginning of June. And I have to say that while the scale, I don't think, I don't like to weigh myself because it just isn't, I don't know about anybody else, but I could, I mean, it's about how my clothes fit. You know what I mean? So I don't think my weight has necessarily changed, but I all of a sudden, I'm like, huh, I feel like my body's changing. Like I'm feeling really strong. I'm seeing a lot more muscle tone and uh, I like a confidence is starting to come back. And even my husband said to me this past weekend, he's like, I know you feel really down about your body right now, but he's like, it's changing. He's like, you, you look really strong. Your, your body feels different. It feels stronger. Like there's, it's changing. And it's all of a sudden three months. And it's not all of a sudden. It's like a long three months later where I'm beginning to see the fruits of my labor. And I believe the hardest part in change and growth is the lack of, immediate gratification, and even the lack of results when we think we should be seeing them. And then the hardest part is when you hit that point, but then you keep going, you keep sowing the seeds. Another example, another metaphor with this is last year I planted some, I'm not a gardener, but I'm going to be one day. (laughs) It's my life goal. I love digging in the dirt. I love seeing plants grow and um, it's just an amazing process because I live in metaphors. It's all about life, right? So I planted these seeds with my daughter, um, zinnia seeds near our mailbox. And I don't, I don't know. It's like, how can these tiny little seeds become anything? Planted them, you know, with intention and excitement. Like hopefully they grow. She was learning about how seeds grow at that point in school. I'm like, this is cool. And we watered every day. We watered the seeds. And eventually, I started to see the buds. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so exciting, these tiny. And it amazes amazes me that no matter what you're growing, they start the same. They they The two little buds come up, no matter what it is go- eventually going to become. So we see all these, these little buds come up. I'm like, that's really cool. And then they turn into the long green stems that come out of the ground. I'm like, this is remarkable. We're, we're, we're growing these flowers and it's, this is weeks and weeks that this process happens to watch. And it's, it's amazing how it looks like nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden something's happening, just like how my body changed. Then we went away for a trip. And when we came home, the buds bloomed and we had these stunning magenta zinnias surrounding our mailbox. And I was just like, that is unbelievable (laughs) that we planted these tiny, tiny little seeds 
it just blows my mind. And this is what it's become. But it takes so much time and patience. So it really got me thinking about uh, very specifically right now, really thinking a lot about Black Lives Matter and how much this movement and anti-racism really, we do need to change this. I mean, enough is enough. It needs to change. And I really sit here and think about why hasn't it changed yet? We're in 2020. Why, why are black people still suffering from very obvious racism? Why? You know, there, as particularly because there have been so many huge movements with huge, big intention behind it, like the riots and the, what year was it, 1993? And the, the revolutions and the, and the protests, like there's been so much that has happened. And I feel like there's been a lot of intention from a lot of people and a lot of desire to change. But then all of a sudden, here we are, nothing's changed. And my thought is, is I wonder if we hit that hard part, if we hit that two, three month mark, like in my workout journey, and we don't see the change. And this is when the motivation starts to dwindle. It's like, well, I'm not getting the results I feel like I need to keep me motivated. And it's not even like we have this conscious thought. It's just like this observation, and then it becomes easy to pull back on the showing up. It becomes easy to be like, well, I'm not seeing the change I feel like I need to see in my body. So like, what's the point? It's probably not that big a deal if I don't work out today, because it seems to not be making that much of a difference anyway, right? That's what happens with this working out or even watering your plants where you're like, you know, I've been watering the damn dirt for (laughs) two weeks now and nothing's changing. I don't see any change happening. I'm sure it won't be that big of a deal if I don't water it for another day. And and eventually you stop watering the seeds and the plants stop growing. Or eventually you're only working out once a week and you're certainly not seeing any change in your body and perhaps change the other way. And it makes me think that perhaps we're we're treating our desires to change in this in this way. It's like a uh it's, it's just fleeting. It's like our desire to change is becomes, it's fleeting because we let it go because we don't hold on to the, but just keep going and trust the process to know that change is going to happen if you just keep going, keep working out, keep watering the plants. Eventually you will see the fruits of your labor. So in the conversation of anti-racism, Keep going, keep reading the books, keep talking to your kids about it, keep making the intention of buying your children diversified toys and exposing them to diversified TV shows and all of those things and, you know, put them part of extracurricular, consider what school you're sending them to if you have that ability, whatever it is, and apply this to everything. Like I'm talking about anti-racism because this is a huge thing that is going on in our culture right now and we need to have this conversation. But understand that this is with any of our growth, any of the change that we want to have in our lives. This is what it is. It is hard to do. It takes so much intention and so much consistency to know that if you just keep showing up, even on the days that it feels a lot harder, modify if you have to. You know, some days it rains so you don't have to water or some days it's not so hot out so you can water a little less or some days you might have to modify your workout and do a modified plank instead of doing a full-blown plank on the ground because 
you have to honor your body. You have to honor your emotions and your mental health. But it's a matter of still showing up regardless of the feelings of, but I don't see the change I want yet, so I'm just going to stop. And again, that's not a conscious decision. I don't believe that there's a single person who is like, I don't see the change in working out. I'm just going to stop. Well, maybe, actually. I think we've all kind of been there. Or, you know, this we don't plant the seeds and stand over them. Be like, why aren't you growing yet? You know, we're very just we're very patient with the process of understanding that growth takes time. So what I suggest that you try and do, I, I love this concept. I love I love pulling in the mothering concept into basically anything you want to do because it's one of the most nurturing roles that anybody could assume. And the the nurturing role of mothering is what creates change. We grow bodies. By the way, if you hear my dog barking in the background, I'm sorry. He's so weird. He hides under beds and then just starts barking. And he decided to do this the second I hit record. So there's life. Anyway, <laughs> mothering is so nurturing and so patient and so consistent and creates the most growth whether it's growing a human person inside our body patiently, consistently, every day, growing a body, or just parenting, mothering your baby. Treat your desires to change in the same way. You would never give up on your child. In fact, any mother who's dealt with a child who's had difficulty growing, whether it's been difficulty keeping down formula, difficulty latching to nurse, difficulty taking in the nutrients they need to grow the way that they need to grow to be healthy, you'll do anything to make sure that that child is getting the calories and fat and nutrients that it needs to be able to grow healthy and to stay alive. This is how we need to treat our desires to change, to change ourselves, to reach our goals, to change the world. We need to have that patience and consistency every single day. We don't see our children growing every day. Am I right? My, my daughter is seven. My son is five. I swear I had them yesterday. I, I More and more, I get it. I totally get it when people are like, it goes fast. It goes so fast and they are so big and time is just so unbelievably fast when you're mothering your child. But I don't see them grow on a day-to-day basis. I really don't. It's actually shocking to look back at pictures even just a few months ago and to see how much my, my daughter's hair has grown, to see my kid put on shorts or pants that fit him last week and now they're two inches too short. It's like, well, when did that happen? And you don't see the change happening. But every single day, I hug them, I kiss them, I feed them good food, I give them their vitamins, I give them good water, I I let them play, I I give them love and and all the things that they need to grow. And sure enough, they do. I don't see it. I don't see it every day. And some days I feel like they should be growing differently than other days, usually in their attitudes. <laughs> Mine too. But I trust, I completely trust that they're growing, right? There's That is the whole part of it is that we need to trust and surrender to know that if I'm showing up, if I'm doing my workout each day, if I'm moving my body each day, even though I'm not seeing, seeing the change, I know that change will happen. Even though I don't see any buds coming up from the ground, 
I'm watering it every day and I trust that they're going to they're going to come. And by the way, I planted zinnias again and I am anxious to see those buds come up. I really am. Like every day I go look like are they there? Every day I look to see if my my tomatoes have started to grow. Every day I look to see how big my herbs have gotten. But I'm trusting that they're they're growing even if I don't see it right in front of my eyes. Even though I'm excited to see the results, even though I'm excited to see the fruits of my labor, it's not going to keep me from not continuing to nourish all of this because it's not happening fast enough. So again, I want you to really consider treating your desires to change and to grow the way that you nourish your children. Having that patience, having that consistency, and then surrendering, meaning not forcing the change to happen, not standing over the seeds saying grow faster and, you know, not quitting your workouts because you don't see the change right away, but surrendering and knowing if I do my part every single day, if I'm constantly showing up, even when I just don't feel like it, even when I'm not motivated, I am surrendering the outcome, knowing that if I put in my part, if I do my part, then the fruit will grow. So I want you to continue to work towards your goals I want you to continue to trust the change that can happen if we continue to do the work. So especially in this conversation of anti-racism, I don't think that we've seen the fruits of our labor because we have given up on our labor along the way. The consistency and patience hasn't been there. The patience in ourselves to show up every day, not patience in others but in ourselves to know that I know that reading this one book isn't going to change the world today. I know that buying my daughter a doll with different color skin than her is not going to change the world today. I know that listening to this podcast episode or following this leader or taking this one course is not going to change the world today. But I know that each time I do that is a time that I'm watering the seed. And I know that if I water every day and I stay with it, the world will change. But we all have to contribute. We all have to water. So please keep showing up. Please keep watering your seeds in anti-racism. Please water your seeds in how you want to change your body and how you want to change your stories and how you connect with your money in your desires to start your own business or to go back to school or to commit to being a mom in a different way or to commit to your romantic partner in a certain way. Keep showing up and trust that if you're consistent and patient and love the process the way you love your children and the process of watching them grow, it will. The change is going to happen. It's inevitable. It's impossible for change to not happen if we're showing up every day. And when I say show up every day, it's a figurative statement. Sometimes, yeah, it means showing up every day, like working out every day or watering your plants every day. But it also is is figurative in the way of being consistent. Just be consistent. Whatever that looks like, whatever the context is, be consistent and the change will happen. So that is where I'm going to leave you today. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I'm sending so much love out into the world. I know things feel so hard with everything. 2020 
has been a challenge and it's been hard. And I truly, truly find so much gratitude for times like this in my own life. This is a global hardship. But there's no doubt in my mind that when we face hardship, we face growth if we choose. We have to make the commitment to really learning from from the challenge so that we can do things differently. And this is big. And I think that we have the opportunity and, and the power, the empowerment, the desire to change and grow as people within our homes, within our bodies, within ourselves, and with, within the world, within the country, all layers. We have the desire to do it. We have the capacity to do it. We have the love to do it. We have, we have it all. And we can do. We can do big things. We can do hard things together and with the patience and consistency and desire. So love yourself the way you love your children. Mother yourself. Mother your desires to change and things will absolutely happen. Again, I'm sending you out so much love. Treat others the way you want to be treated and I will catch you next time. Hey guys, before you go, we have a couple favors to ask. Leave a rating and a review. Your ratings and reviews tell the podcast people that this podcast is worth listening to and then they help it get to the people who need to hear it. Also, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Erin Joyce Co. I love seeing which episodes you love and you also get to help me get the message out to other mamas that life can be pretty amazing. And if you're not a part of my free Facebook group, be sure to join. It's called Same Boat Huddle. Kind of easy to remember, right? It's the safe space to connect with other women just like you and to also get even more of me. I can't wait to see you there. That's it. Don't forget. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a great week.